What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Neil Ganu, who's the co-founder of Finch. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, Matt. Really good. Great to be here and uh, super excited to chat to you from uh, seeing all of your podcasts with really interesting founders. I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, well, I'm excited to have you as as one of them, you know, number, you know, somewhere in between whenever I publish this 760, 770. But like freaking what's crazy is that, you know, these days, like every day, uh, like three or four founders announce like that they fundraise from episode like 200 to 300, which means, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's a good sign. Um, so my question for you to get this started is for people that haven't heard of your company, what are you working on? You know, what is Finch? Uh, yeah, happy to tell you more. I'm Neil, I'm co-founder of uh, co-founder of Finch. Finch makes Finch helps you make the most of your idle cash so you can live your best life. Look, the, the problem that we're solving is people leave way too much money just sitting idle in a checking savings accounts. Look, as a millennial, you know, millennials are holding on average sixty five percent of their assets sitting in cash, doing nothing. This is way higher than any other generation, and you know, amounts of trillions of dollars. It's fantastic news for banks. Um, but, um, you know, we miss out on the benefits of compound interest. Um, and over time, you know, personally, this could be hundreds of thousands of dollars for every single person. So um, really, really big problem. And even in, you know, it's 2021, there's a whole bunch of tools out there, but putting your money to work is still incredibly hard. You need to manage multiple accounts. You need to know what you want to invest in, think about your risk and think about your trades, think about times. I mean, these steps are just overwhelming. And what they do is they keep people underinvested. So what we wanted to do is create a really simple way um, to help people through this problem. And that's why we created Finch. So Finch is designed to be a hyper-productive account that really helps you make the most of your auto-cash. And we, the way we do it, the way it works is we combine the benefits of auto-investing and the flexibility of checking into a seamless only-one account. So walk me through a little bit about kind of the origin of the story here. Like, you know, why did you decide to get started with this and kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about the early days. Yeah, early days. Look, um, might help starting with my background and just a little bit more about me and, um, you know, the path that's led me here. But you can probably tell from my accent, I'm Australian. Uh, I uh, got started just look, I was obsessed with figuring out how things work and putting them back together in, in different ways. Totally obsessed with Lego because of that. I probably still am. But uh, I was working for really big banks all across Asia, um, straight after the financial crisis. And Look, realize that banks have been built the exact same way for about 500 years. Not a lot has changed. Um, 2016, ended up moving to the States, ended up moving to Boston to go to business school, uh, went to Sloan and just tripled down on fintech. Like I, I 
I love fintech. I wanted to learn more about it. Um, ended up being the first employee at a company called N26, which is a challenger bank, if you're not familiar, one of the two biggest European challenger banks. But it was awesome. I mean, our, our job was, hey, go start a bank in New York. And that's exactly what we did. So learned how to do that. Um, from there, I tried to buy my own community bank um, and realized from a regulation and capital standpoint, you know, not the path that I want to go down uh, to make the change that I want to see in the world. And then I was invited to write about it at HBS. So, um, yeah, about core banking systems and how everything plugs together. But the, um, the real kind of light that went off is when my co-founder and I, Maya, we were talking about this, um, was that banks are being built to benefit banks how can we actually create an institution to benefit consumers um, and that was really the origin story i mean banks take money from us they lend it out to other people they charge them interest they keep it pay back very little we flip that offering we take deposits from customers we invested for you we pay back returns to you and we make it liquid along the way and tell me like kind of as you work on as you work on finch you know, when you wake up every morning, what do you spend your time on? Like, I mean, like other today, I know that you, you know, you walked out 20 minutes for a podcast, <laughs> but outside of that, like, what are you focusing on, on the day today as you work on this company? Yeah. So look, we, um, we have a remote team. So um, definitely interesting. There's three of us that are in, in New York, six of us that are spread across, uh, spread across states um and uh, 17 worldwide so so definitely um it is challenging with with times but days usually start checking in with the engineering team um join joining our uh you know development stand-ups um working through product issues uh, we're fundraising at the moment so um going through um investor calls um and, and really just triaging different opportunities as they come through. Um, the thing that makes the biggest difference for me in the morning is really just to, to figure out, hey, what are the three top things I need to do for the day? Um, just to make sure that I am working on the most important things. But um, yeah, it's, it's more, more recently, it's usually been a mix between product, uh, between fundraising um, and between uh, you know, team. And, you know, as you work on a company, I feel like there's this quote that is, you know, starting a startup is the ultimate form of like uh, self-development or something like that, <laughs> like your personal development in that realm. So I, I, you know, so which means like you'd have a lot of learning that comes from starting a startup, right? So I'm curious for you, what have you learned since you've gotten started on, on Finch, whether it's about market, about yourself, you know, about, you know, building, you know, marketing plan, you know, how, uh, how, how have you learned so far? Um, so funny you asked that question about a month ago. I actually went back to, to business school as guest this time to uh, you know talk about Finch and um, you know professor asked me the question. It's like, hey, did, did business school set you up for running a startup, right? And um, you know the first thing that immediately came to my head is I think I learned more in the one week <laughs> that I was actually building a company um, and, and working on that. Um, uh, you know outside in the real world versus um, as a spectator in the classroom. But look, um, tons of self-development from um, a standpoint from, you know, actually recognizing where my strengths are, where my weaknesses are. Um, you know, for me, it's been uh, started working solely, you know, either by myself or with my co-founder and I got to expand it. So, um, you know, things have definitely changed their communication, how things are delegated. Um, you know, you don't have time to do everything that you want to do with in, in the day. So it's, it's being really careful about that. Um, other, other elements, I mean, yes, there's technical learnings with the industry that we're working in, um, but it's really um, people, right? Like how, um, how to build, engage, motivate your team. Everyone's uh, not with you all the time. How do you make sure that um, 
they're happy, they're doing great, they're actually putting out the best that they could be and, um, you know, just just keeping on refining. And I mean, the biggest thing here is if you realize that you know everything, I think you're so far behind. <laughs> I think every single day you, you realize just how much you don't know and uh, it's just you hear about this like continuous learning journey and it is absolutely that there's always something new to learn um, there's always a different way to do things and um, the, the one thing that shines through and my co-founder is Maya she's she's incredible at this um, which is there is no such thing as being overprepared right so um, when when you look at you know you mentioned it earlier right you said you see um, founders having funding raise funding announcements and different different successes online. It's the thing that's hidden in that. And congratulations on the success. It's awesome. You never see the hard work and dedication that goes into that. And there is always a next level of dedication, which I think is really powerful. Totally. I, I cannot agree more with that. You know, what, what happens behind the scenes is, is, you know, you know, never, never seen because it's behind the scenes. I'm curious for you, though, you know, I mean, you're putting in obviously a lot of work behind the scenes for Finch, you know, and hopefully in 5, 10, 15 years, it kind of leads to like a very, you know, large, substantial company. So my question for you is, in a decade or two, what does Finch look like? Or in other words, what's the big vision here? And what direction are you rowing in with the company? Look, our, our big vision is to close the generational wealth gap and we're starting with millennials the way we look at it is um you know there's so many tools out there there's so many different ways that people can start thinking about their money managing their money a lot of this comes down to behavior a lot of this comes down to to education and um if we, we rewind back to you know what's got got us to the situation um most people's kind of financial education and learnings comes from the people that are around them, their friends, their parents. Now, if you're fortunate enough to get this at an early age, that's awesome. It sets you up for success, but you know, not, not everyone is, is that, is that lucky, right? So how do we set up a system where we can actually help people all along the way um, so that these systemic problems actually um, don't exist and for everyone actually gives them a pathway out that, Hey, look, this is what you can do to actually get that freedom. It's, it's not the fact that, you know, money, buys you things and, um, you know, experiences, it just gives you that freedom to do whatever you want, right? So that, you know, closing generation wealth gap, how does that look from a company standpoint? I mean, today we're starting with that everyday account experience. Um, one of the biggest things that we see is around financial advice. Like how do you deliver financial advice at a mass scale? Um, how to do that effectively? And we definitely want to be um, a party that that does that and really helps people along the way. And look, we, we see this, we, um, we have a huge, um, Kind of social following and the way that they engage with us um, is incredible right and people are asking questions they're asking openly what we're increasingly finding um, now is that most financial advice that's given today is actually given from um, you know a point where they make you feel bad about it they make they make you feel bad about asking about it and uh, we absolutely want to turn turn the tables on that you don't need to feel that way um, and we want to give that that non-judgmental help. But um, closing the generational wealth gap and building a financial institution to cater to those needs is exactly what we want. And in order to make that happen, you need some help, right? I mean, it takes a village to make startup work. So my question for you is how 100%. can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising capital? Looking for customers, people to partner with? You know, how can we assist? 
Um, look, from the community, what I would love is we are live on the App Store. We have our beta um, that is out there, iOS only for now. But um, if you do have a iOS device, feel free to check us out, finchmoney.com or uh, just Finch on the, the App Store. Any feedback, any advice, any way that we can um, really get our product closer, product market fit and involve that. We've got some super exciting things around the corners, but firsthand experience would be the absolute best um, to, uh, to us at the community. And then just to make sure we cover all kind of all, all, all the links, if someone wanted to learn more and find you on the internet, you know, where can everyone find you? What's the URL again? Do you have social media, email, you know, TikTok, you know, where can people kind of find you on the internet? Yeah. Um, so um, just URL's best, best spot is uh, finchmoney.com. Um, and uh, that's the same handle for most of our, uh, our, our Instagram, our LinkedIn um, our Facebook channels as well. On TikTok, it's actually under my co-founder's name um, and she runs a personal finance um, channel, which is, uh, which is growing. So that's Maya Nijabin. I'll uh, drop you the links. which will be um, included in the blog. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Hey, Matt, thank you so much for having me. And um, you know, I uh, feel privileged to be part of this community and I'm excited to see the community that you're building around, uh, around this podcast as well. So. Excited to have you in it.